and welcome to the Autodidactic Podcast with your host, Rick Dearman. Hello and welcome to the Autodidactic Podcast. Today, I want to talk about self-education in the digital age. Now, we are in the digital age without a doubt. Uh, the internet is everywhere. Uh, there's digital equipment everywhere, phones, um, also digital information, uh, pictures, text, you name it, blogs, it's everywhere. Um, now, obviously, accessibility of digital resources leads to a lot of digital learning, uh, popularity, and accessibility. So today I want to talk about uh, the pros and cons of self-education in the digital age and how you might go about doing it a bit better. Now the pros of self-education in the digital age are primarily flexibility, diversity of learning, customization and personalization of learning, and a global community and collaboration. So flexibility and convenience uh, is highly available in the digital age for self-paced learning and the ability to learn on your own schedule. You know, if you work days and you want to learn at nights or you work nights and you want to learn during the day, it's all available to you nowadays uh, via your computer or telephone, uh, smartphone. Uh, the convenience of accessing educational resources can be done anytime and any place. So, uh, for example, frequently I learn foreign vocabulary words with an app called Anki um, when I'm standing in a line somewhere. If I'm in the queue and I'm just a bit bored, I pop up my Anki on my smartphone and I learn a couple more words and I practice them. Um, the, uh, the benefits of remote learning is also available. So, for example, nowadays I can uh, look at a course given by MIT or Stanford or uh, Oxford University, uh, even though I'm not near those places. Um, so you don't have to be physically present in the geographical uh, area in order to learn. So these remote learning options are available to you nowadays and many, many, many of these resources are free. They actually don't cost you anything. We've talked about MOOCs before. Um, there's a diverse set of learning resources. And because of this vast array of digital resources, there's all kinds of things available nowadays. There's online courses, there's MOOCs, tutorials, videos, uh, podcasts, eBooks, many are free, uh, but everything is available in a digital form. And so, you know, these diverse learning formats and the ability to choose your resources based on your personal preference is a great incentive and one of the massive pros of self-education today, currently. Also, customization and personalization. So the ability to tailor these learning experiences um, to suit your needs and your interests. So you can do a coding course from MIT and, uh, you know, uh, some sort of self-assessment, self-improvement 
from uh, the University of Oxford or whatever. You know, you can tailor your learning experiences to you. You don't have to go in and get delivered onto you a set formula of, you know, you're going to learn uh, English from 9 to 10. You're going to learn mathematics from 10 to 11, blah, 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 blah. You don't have to, you can tailor everything to what you want to learn when you want to learn it. Um, now, there's loads of different learning platforms for you to use to adapt these learning technologies. And, uh, you know, it just benefits the highlight of, of this personalization and adaptive assessment. There's a global community and a collaboration happening. There are forums uh, you can go to and talk about various things like language learning or computer programming or whatever. Uh, if you're having problems, you can ask questions. If you have difficulties with uh, programming, for example, you can go to Stack Overflow or one of the other sites. Um, so there's lots of opportunity for global networking and collaboration via these online platforms. And it allows you to connect to like-minded learners, but experts and mentors as well. And it gives you the ability to do sort of cross-cultural learning and get a diverse perspective. Now, this is all great, but there is also a lot of cons to self-education. There's information overload and quality control, lack of structure and accountability, limited hands-on and practical experience, and the potential for distraction and online overload. So information overload and quality control. So part of the problem here is the challenge is navigating through this vast amount of information online and determining what is actually correct and relevant to you, right? And so it places an importance on you, the learner, for a lot of critical thinking and verifying the credibility of these sources. Uh, you need to address the, the risk of misinformation uh, so you need to be information literate. You need to be able to determine whether it's accurate, this information that you're being presented, and whether it's, you know, outdated, uh, it's relevant, etc. There's also the, the ability to change things around can also give you the problem of lack of, of structure and accountability. So because you're arranging these lessons for yourself, you don't necessarily know that you've put in place the right structure and you don't really have any guidance. So unless you've got a mentor who will, who will help you sort of um, outline the steps that you need to know in order to learn the topics that you want, uh, it, you run the risk of, of having the wrong structure and no guidance. There's also the problem of staying motivated and disciplined without any external accountability. You know, you're dependent on yourself for all of the accountability. Uh, unless, so, you know, you need to potentially find a partner, uh, somebody to learn with, to try and stay more accountable. So, the best way I can recommend a strategy for structure and accountability is find a mentor who somebody who's done it before and can show you an outline of what you should learn and the, the order in which you should learn them. And also try and find a study buddy, somebody who is more or less at the same level as you and is going to 
put in the same amount of time and keep you both accountable. You, you don't get a lot of hands-on and practical experience when you're doing digital learning necessarily, especially if you're learning, you know, hands-on things like, I don't know, forging a knife, for example. You can watch a million videos, but if you don't have a forge and a hammer, uh, you're going to struggle learning the practical skills. So it's very important to try and do real-world applications for these things that you're learning. You know, if it's maths or, or science or whatever, you, you're still going to need to do problems and experiments and that sort of thing. So you need to supplement your digital learning with practical experiences and practical projects. And then finally, there's the potential for distraction and overload. So it's easy to get distracted uh, or waste time. Uh, you know, you get bored watching the video and you start sipping a cup of tea and then suddenly you're off doing something completely different. You know, so, so this is more directed at the importance of self-discipline and managing your distractions. So when you're trying to learn, you need to keep distractions to a minimum and try and wall yourself off from them as much as humanly possible. So, you know, we've covered before tips for maintaining focus and maximizing your learning potential. And you really need to bring these elements to bear when you're, when you're trying to work in the digital age, especially when there's lots of distractions available. So what are some strategies for effective self-education in, you know, in a digital age? Well, the first thing is setting clear goals and priorities. You need to set your goals and priorities up front. Try and get some guidance on aligning your self-learning and self-education efforts with personal and professional aspirations. Again, Try and find a mentor or somebody who's done it before who can show you the ropes and show you what you need to do and then set yourself clear goals and priorities of how you're going to learn it, when you're going to learn it, and what you're going to learn it with. And then you need to highlight the benefits um, of this by tracking your progress and then celebrating your achievements. Right Now, another strategy is cultivating digital excuse me cultivating digital literacy and critical thinking. Again, this goes back to one of the cons. You know, you, you don't necessarily know that the resource you got is creditable unless you have some digital literacy and the ability to evaluate online information critically. You know, you need to be able to research this resource. You know, is this person who's trying to teach you how to write a book a credible resource have they ever written a book do they you know are they some teacher of grammar do they teach short story writing what you know what what is their background what is their um you know credibility for this information so if you're getting a course from mit and the professor um you know who normally teaches the course is the person doing the video well you know you can probably not put a lot of critical thinking into that, but some other blog posts and things you need to have a think about before you use them as a learning resource. Okay. Um, and then finally, that's creating a, a routine in an environment. Again, the distractions to, to minimize the distractions, you need to set yourself up a, an environment. You need to have a consistent learning routine. If you're going to, to manage to learn things regularly, uh, and to reinforce the knowledge once you've learned it. 
Now, time management is critical here and try and avoid multitasking because basically, I, I can't remember who said the quote, but a person who does two tasks at once uh, does neither well. So try and focus on what you're doing and avoid multitasking. Focus on the one subject, the one thing, and get through that and learn that first. Um, try and seek support and get a, a, a learning network, right? So before I've mentioned having a learning buddy or a mentor who can show you things, online resources, forums, social networks for support and collaboration. So try and build up all this sort of stuff, you know, join study groups, uh, basically to, to have a support network of people you can ask questions and get answers from. Right, so in conclusion, you know, we discussed a lot about the pros and cons and how you can mitigate a lot of the cons. Um, but the potential for self-education is amazing. It's huge in today's environment. And you should just embrace self-education with all of its pros and cons. Be aware of the cons, you know, take mitigating actions against them. But the potential for self-education in today's environment is massive. Right, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate your time and see you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Autodidactic Podcast with your host, Rick Dearman. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider giving a donation via PayPal. Thank you very much and see you again next time.